Are you tired of living the good life? Has everything been handed to you on a silver platter? When you are pulled over does the cop give you a ticket and send you on your way? If you have answered yes to any of these and have white skin then you have white privilege and you're racist. You're not racist you say, be careful, because denying you are racist is racist. Who says? Robin D'Angelo, an American academic in whiteness studies. Yes, they hand out degrees in made-up shit and we wonder why the country is going to hell. White Fragility is the current best-selling book that makes white America feel like they are the biggest pieces of shit on the planet if they are unable to think for themselves, and after seeing the crowds in the BLM protest across the country, critical thinking and self-esteem are in short supply across the land. White Fragility works as a recruiting tool for a new religion of wokeness that has sprung up and at this moment L. Ron Hubbard is wishing he had played the race card instead of sticking to science fiction and aliens. The joke of this book is that it flips the idea of original sin onto white people, using the label of skin color to easily point out those that are racist and those who are not. There was a time when slave owners used the Bible to justify slavery saying that dark-skinned people were the descendants of Cain. Now white skin is the label of racism, inherited at birth and cannot be washed away unless you spend a lifetime fighting against racism. This new religion is also influenced by Joseph Heller in his book Catch-22. If you are white you are racist. If you don't know that you are racist, well that's okay because you have been indoctrinated into a racist system so you are still racist. If you know that you are not racist and deny it then you are still racist by the new definition determined by D'Angelo. If you admit you are racist, of course you are. You just said it and will stay guilty as charged. So, who isn't racist? D'Angelo of course, the great white savior that black people have been waiting for. While D'Angelo sets herself up to be the savior of all black people she spends a good portion of the book bashing herself for being racist or talks about herself while pretending not to. She says that some of the worst offenders of racism are progressive women who are fighting for equality, but that doesn't include her. In D'Angelo's world black people are unable to change the racist system set against them on their own and they need the help of white people to correct things for them. It's like the civil rights march of 50 years ago never happened. Throughout the book assumptions are made and studies are rarely referred to. One sentence in particular talks about the countless studies done on HR callbacks from corporations and universities if the applicant has an African-American name. The only study listed as a reference is the same one from the movie Freakonomics. When Robin tries to make her case for systematic racism and how white people are racist by nature she fails to provide any real proof instead choosing to use situations from her own life and assumptions to form her argument. She uses the phrase I assume too many times for a book that is trying to sell the idea that she is an expert in her made-up field. Then there is the communist aspect of the book. There is a section in the first 20 pages where Robin argues that we know white people are racist because they never organized and stood up to the higher classes business owners slash Wall Street tycoons but were instead focused on the lowly poor black folks for their problems. In her mind the country would have proved we weren't racist if we just had a communist revolution and overthrew the people in power. But we are racist so we kept the system going and continued to oppress black people. That what she thinks. At this point the whole Black Lives Matter movement refuses to acknowledge that the civil rights movement happened and whatever their current issue is will be fixed by undoing everything that happened before. White fragility is the woke Bible in the sense that it stole most of its ideas from other religions, threw them into a book and said it was written by God. Of course, in this case the God is white but female and she is going to be the savior of people who didn't ask for her help. Robin infested her book with Alcoholics Anonymous philosophy where someone who denies they are racist is of course racist because a symptom of the disease is to deny that you have it. There is also the catch-22 rule that is similar if you say you are not racist then you are racist. If you admit you are racist you are still racist even if you are not.
then there is the original sin aspect of the situation. If you are born white you are automatically racist and you will be your whole life even if you try to correct it. There is the door-to-door prophesizing that you see from Mormons but in this case it is taking to the streets and screaming black live matter at the top of your lungs and accosting anyone who does not agree with you because cracking skulls is a surefire way to convert people. I remember the good old days when a Catholic would screw somebody into submission to get them to go to church. Not here. To be in an interracial relationship is to fetishize the person of color, and not think of them as a person. A person's sexual preference is racist if it is anything other than the same race as them. To be black and dating a white person is to be taken advantage of, to be white and date a person of color is to oppress them. In the end Robin never settles what should be done about people of mixed race, instead automatically categorizes them as colored because they don't fit neatly into a tiny box in her mind. I wish White Fragility was a book that hit the shelves to a non-existent audience but currently it is a bestseller. Considering the success of Fifty Shades of Grey I have high hopes that it will be filling the local goodwill donation bins and end up in a landfill or as insulation in low-income housing, because that would be more useful at this point. A bestseller does not mean that a book says anything important or it has the ability to make the world a better place. In the end White Fragility is just a tool for mental masturbation in the SJW community and D'Angelo is the Hugh Hefner of BLM offering her victim porn to the masses while tokenizing black people for her own personal ability to make millions off of their misery. At 62 D'Angelo must have realized that a degree in studies in whiteness was only going to lead her to living off of social security and she would never be able to pay off those pesky student loans before she died. Like many people on the West Coast she must have asked herself, what if I started a cult? And then white fragility was born. The checks are in, the damage is done, can we please let this title join the ranks of Fifty Shades of Grey where the author is forgotten, the public realizes how horrible it is and we move on from all of this bullshit to live a happy life again instead of being hit by a whip and trying to figure out why it still doesn't feel as good as the book described. Now that I think about it maybe Fifty Shades of Grey is the perfect analogy for this book. The readership is primarily white women with low self-esteem that will put themselves into harm's way to fulfill a fantasy that will never come true. Holy shit, I bet some of my ex-girlfriends are diving right into this shit. Like Grey, White Fragility had little or no research done while writing it and the biggest fans of the book are lonely white women who have nothing better to do in their lives than try to prove they are not as depressed and shitty as they know themselves to be. White Fragility is the anti-self-help book, dishing out bad advice to those who don't know any better at the expense of a minority. Congratulations Robin you proved to the world who the biggest racist is, take a look in the mirror.